And hello, everyone, and welcome to our program, The Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy Edition. I'm Vic Batista, along with Nathan Jones with, with Lamb Lion Ministry. We have a great program prepared for you today. So stay tuned as we're going to be talking about the rise of the Antichrist in crisis. For those of you following us along in the social media, feel free to share with your friends and start a watch party because this is a great program. And get your Bibles ready as we're going be looking at scriptures that talk to us about our present topic. But before we continue, I'm going to ask my co-host, Nathan Jones, if you'll open us up with a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, I thank you so much for this opportunity to study your word. It's a light and dark time period, and we need it, Lord. We need you to guide us and direct us. So, Lord, I pray you open up your word for our understanding and give us hope for the future. We thank you, Jesus, in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Again, you're tuning to the truth will set you free. Bible Prophecy TV edition. Big Batista and Nathan Jones with Lamb Lion Ministry. We're talking about the rise of the Antichrist in crisis. So stay tuned for today's program. And of course, get your Bibles ready. Open them to the book of Daniel and the book of Revelation as we're going to be looking at this very incredible topic. But before we continue, I'm going to welcome my co-host Nathan Jones to the program. Nathan, it's great to have you on. Hey, brother. Great to be on. We can be totally isolated from the world, what they call us, uh, social distanced. We are social distanced from each other, uh, but we can still communicate online, right? <laughs> uh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, Nathan, this has been an amazing, amazing week, one that has challenged our whole nation, really challenging our whole world. There's a lot of changes, a lot of things that we've had to juggle this week, uh, but God, God is in control. And of course, before we continue we do want to talk a little bit about the ministry that you and i are involved in and some of the changes and some of the things that we have to do uh, for this next few weeks uh so nathan talk to us a little bit about that just in case someone is new to the ministry well, certainly uh, uh vic and i are both evangelists with lamb and lion ministries we're a bible prophecy teaching ministry whose mission it is to proclaim the soon return of jesus christ we do that a number of different ways primarily through our TV show, Christ in Prophecy, which has aired on for 18 seasons now all over the world on the major Christian networks, of course, online. We have a YouTube channel and his channel and truly uh, other venues. Uh, we also, of course, have our website at ChristinProphecy.org. There you'll find a wealth of Bible prophecy teaching information, articles, our short inbox series, this podcast series, The Truth Will Set You Free, many other resources there. We want to encourage you and get you excited about uh, the Lord's soon return we also speak at a number of churches and Bible prophecy conferences. And like Vic said here, uh, because of the coronavirus isolation that's going on right now, we have had to cancel a number of our outreaches. We have a big conference, regional conference in Louisville, Kentucky, that was slated for April. But uh, unfortunately, we've had to cancel that as the host churches needed to go online, like many churches now. We also have our large annual conference that's held in June here in the Dallas area. And we have uh, postponed that. We don't know when yet. Depends on venues and all. But by the fall, we hope to have it again, uh, Lord willing. So uh, check out our website at lamblion.com or christinprophecy.org. Click the event page, and that's where we'll keep you up to date on all our outreaches uh, in the local churches and in conferences. Thank you so much, Nathan Jones. Thank you for bringing us the timely information. And that's why we we want to reach out and pray for those of you uh, that are being affected again by this coronavirus uh, epidemic, uh, this emergency situation around um, around really uh, the world. Uh, Nathan, it's been catastrophic. Also, churches, almost every church that I know of uh, has to close. 
You're not. I've never seen anything like it. And really, if you really reflect on it, this is the first time in what two thousand years that almost all the churches around the world are shuttering up and going online. I'm um, certainly there were t plagues and wars and things that slowed church attendance down in the past. Uh, certainly that, but to think that that we're in an age now where the churches can shutter globally and yet get online. Uh, our pastor, Pastor Glenn Meredith, is, continues to do small devotionals each and every day online. Our church services are online. My wife and I and our children, we watched uh, Johnny Erickson Tata's message at a church in Philadelphia that we were members of 20 years ago, and she was the guest speaker. That's what we did last weekend. Uh, of course, here at Lamb and Lion Ministries, all our television programs, uh, Christ and Prophecy, are all online, our podcasts, the truth will set you free. Will set you free is also online, and uh, of course uh, through our social media, we have Facebook groups, uh, the Christ in Prophecy Facebook group and page, and a lot of other social media. So, brother, we're still going, right? We're we're going to continue to proclaim Jesus' return up to the day of His return. Absolutely, and Nathan, and that's why you and I we, we, we love technology, and uh, that's one of the areas where um, we thank the Lord for this wonderful opportunity that He's given to us uh, to be able to do this. Because um, although there's a lot of things affected, uh, this this wonderful uh, ministry that you and I've been part of for like ten years uh, can continue. So we do want to. Uh, we just want to take a minute, of course, and we do want to pray for the churches and the pastors out there, those people that are going through difficult times financially as well, that God would um, provide and would encourage them. Would you be able to pray for for them, Nathan, uh, uh, just before we continue? Yeah, I'd be happy to. Lord, again, we lift up the churches, the pastors, the ministries, Lord, that uh, now is a, a fantastic time to be a Christian. Uh, we have the opportunity to share the gospel. I pray that you'll equip us to share the gospel, to be bold. Lord, provide for all the ministry's needs out there. I know a lot of people are scared. They're hoarding. They don't know what the future holds. And, of course, churches will suffer. But, Lord, the churches are your body, and you're the great provider in that. Pray for these pastors who are worried about holding their churches together. Uh, Lord, again, may we just put that in your hands and that you provide, as always, and as you clearly provided us an opportunity to share your word. So I pray we'll take every advantage of uh, getting the gospel out there and bringing people to know you as Savior. Thank you, Jesus, in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Hey, Vic, Thank you so Sure. Hey, notice the side effect of everybody being at home, and I, I just heard, learned this today, is that because everyone's at home, they're using the Internet like crazy, and they're causing a lot of slowdowns and bandwidth issues. So... For folks, if you hear any any uh, issues with our podcast here today, it's because uh, there's a very limited amount of bandwidth out there. Isn't that interesting? Excellent point, Nathan. Yes, I did check in with our providers, and that seems to get to be the case. There, they are limiting uh, certain bandwidth. Uh, of course, I mean we have now millions upon millions of people at home uh, pulling, uh, and sometimes in a house you have a lot of different connections. So I, so yes, it's true. Again, thank you uh, for for your patience with us. If there's a little bit of lag in our program, that's definitely what it is. This is one of those times, Nathan, that we can say that we're using a lot of bandwidth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully people are turning to Christ and not just turning to Netflix. 
Yes, absolutely, absolutely. But Nathan, talking about a crisis and talking about different situations, you and I know that all this is leading somewhere. There's a lot of questions this week about where is America headed? Where is the world headed? Where is the power shifting to? Uh, we know there have been some states where they have issued some executive orders giving total power uh, to those in government uh, authorities over their uh, their their uh, counties there, and, and people are nervous about that. They're wondering, man, where where is this leading? Where is this going? Is this the uh, is the antichrist coming? Is this is it? And and we believe, Nathan, that the antichrist will rise to power, and he will, of course, um, take advantage of people's fears, take advantage of chaos, take advantage of turmoil, and there is a world leader that will rise to power. Now, we do believe some of what we're seeing now is just signs of the times. We believe many things are lining up biblically uh, for the rise of this Antichrist. And, and Nathan, you and I would agree that if it's, po it's possible, because if we believe the rapture can happen at any moment, then quite possibly this world leader can also be set up on the, on the stage right now. Absolutely. You know, you think that the world is reacting in fear and, and confusion right now just with the coronavirus scare. Can you imagine when millions of people are raptured off this world and disappear? I mean, the chaos that will ensue, it'll make this coronavirus scare look like a <laughs> just a minor panic compared to what the world is like. So we are not, for folks who are like worried that we're entering the tribulation time period, that prophesied seven-year time period, that that God will uh, bring judgment upon the world and the world will fall behind Satan through a one world leader called the Antichrist, as the Apostle John called him in various references in, in the book of First and Second John and all. Uh, that is not the time period we're in. We are in the time period that Jesus said in Matthew 24, the birth pains, the, the signs of the times that lead up to the rapture of the church in the beginning of the tribulation. And one of those signs that Jesus said in Matthew 24 and Luke 21 is plagues, famines, um, pestilences. Uh, we've got wars and rumors of wars, false prophets, natural disasters. Uh, you know, it's not just the coronavirus that's scaring the world. There's this monster locust invasion through Africa and the Middle East heading into China. There's a, to just today, there's a major earthquake in Salt Lake City, a five-point-something that shut down the electricity in the city. We're seeing volcanoes erupting like we've never seen before. The ring of fire in the Pacific is going. And, of course, one of the signs that Jesus said would be social and economic upheaval in the way of financial disaster. And we're seeing that as not only is the coronavirus scaring people medically, but it's also scaring the economy. We've had a 10,000-point loss in the Dow Jones Industrial Average uh, people are scared, man. The stock markets are in a frenzy. And again, Jesus said that all this would be happening leading up to the rapture of the church and then the beginning of the tribulation. Mm -hmm. Nathan, and you mentioned that you, you said the wonderful word, which is birth pains. And right now, that is exactly what we're feeling. We're feeling the pains uh, of the challenges caused by just one epidemic. I mean, right now, we're just talking about one sign, this, this uh, coronavirus. And yet, look at the fear. Can you imagine, Nathan, when that is multiplied times 100, when the rapture takes place and in the time of the tribulation? That's why the Bible says that men's hearts are going to be failing because of fear. So our encouragement to you, to the believer, is listen, this is the great time for you to put your eyes on Jesus. 
we don't have to fear as those that have no hope. Yes, these are painful situations. These are birth pains, but nothing more. We believe that what this points to is the closeness of the rapture of the church that can occur really at any moment. After the rapture of the church, we do believe there will be the rise of this world leader uh, called the Antichrist, talked about in the Bible, in the book of Daniel. And this is why we want to turn our attention to scripture so that you can see what the Bible has to say about the future events that are coming. So Nathan, with that, will you be able to take us, Nathan, to Daniel chapter, uh, chapter 9, please, and be able to read for us verses uh, 26 through 27? Absolutely. Those are the, probably the, one of the most famous passages about the Antichrist because it, it shows what's going to happen in the end times and how he rises. And verse 26 goes, And after the 62 weeks, Messiah shall be cut off, but not for himself. And the people of the prince who is to come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. The end of it shall be with a flood until the end of the war desolations are determined. Then he, the Antichrist, shall confirm a covenant with many for one week. But in the middle of the week, he shall bring an end to sacrifice and offering. And on the wing of abomination shall be one who makes desolate, even until the consummation which is determined is poured out on the desolate. So, Nathan, here we're, we're, we notice uh, one of the names uh, given to this individual, again, is that, that, that prince uh, who is to come. And, and of course, the Antichrist, Satan, he, he goes by many names. He does. Now, I, if anyone is approaching Daniel 9 for the first time, you're like, what in the world is he talking about? Well, uh, again, you have to really be in the Bible prophecy and know the prophecies to, to add up and, and explain what this is. Again, we're not going to interpret this based on our own whims. We want to interpret it based on what the Bible teaches. A literal interpretation of the Bible, you have to go to other references to understand what Daniel's talking about. But this passage is saying it's making a prophecy as the angel is telling Daniel that there is a period of time, 483 years, leading up to Jesus Christ in his first coming. And that's what the prophecy is there. It's called Daniel's uh, 70th week prophecy. There are 69 weeks of seven years. And there's a calculation. It's really complicated, but from a degree by Artaxerxes to Jesus actually uh, doing the triumphal entry, which we call Palm Sunday, is prophesied right here. And it happened to the day. And so... This is another prince, the prince to come. Jesus is is uh, cut off. In other words, he was crucified. And then 70 years later, or I should say 40-some years later, in 70 AD, the Romans came and destroyed Jerusalem, the city, and the sanctuary, the temple. Out of these Romans, uh, generations later, will rise this one world ruler called the Antichrist. So that's why many proph prophecy uh, followers believe that the Antichrist will be European. And he will rise out of this revived Roman Empire, this European Union, and he will make a covenant with many. The many can also be interpreted as Israel. In other words, he will make a peace covenant with Israel that will last one block of seven years. So for this is where we get the timing of the tribulation, seven years. But in the middle of it, he is going to break his promise. He's going to walk into the newly built Jewish temple, the third temple, which at this time period hasn't been built yet, but will be built during the tribulation. And he will cause an abomination. In other words, he'll probably sacrifice a pig like Antiochus Epiphanes did in the Greek era. And he'll declare himself to be God. And the Jewish people will flee out of Israel. And this and they will flee out into the wilderness as Revelation 12 prophesies. 
and the Antichrist will make the world desolate. So there is a tremendous amount of prophecy packed into these two verses. So if it's your head spinning about it, uh, you know, go to our website, ChristandProphecy.org, uh, type in Daniel in the search engine, and then it'll give you a lot more information to explain what this prophecy is about. Mm, excellent point. Thank you, Nathan, for clarifying that, because, again, we just want to make sure that individuals out there are not panicking, that they're not getting erroneous information. We're not in the tribulation. These are just birth pain signs of the times. Uh, of course, things can get progressively worse in the next um month or so with the coronavirus but it's not as uh, nearly as bad as what's going to happen in the time of the tribulation so again we have to look at what scripture has to say yes there will be a world leader rising to power off offering to have the answers to all the problems we see uh, right now right nathan the world getting together world leaders getting together and agreeing on things um because they try to solve the problem and i again these this is this is the 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 right atmosphere, if you would, in the future uh, for someone like the Antichrist to rise to power. Absolutely. Uh, birth pains, uh, you know, you've had three children. I've had, my wife has had three children. <laughs> and we know what birth pains are like. They, they start, uh, the contractions aren't very painful and they're far apart. But as you get closer and closer to the baby being born, the contractions increase in frequency and intensity. And Jesus in Matthew 24 explained that this would be the situation leading up to his return, that these signs of the end times will increase in frequency and intensity all at once. They would, these signs would converge together, and that's what we're seeing now. Yes, things are getting worse, but this is just the beginning, really. This is the beginning of birth pains. Uh, obviously, after the rapture of the church, the world will continue to get worse. I mean, all these disasters we're seeing now will continue to exponentially increase and the world will cry out for some messiah to rescue them and instead of turning to jesus christ they will turn to a man who the bible calls the antichrist and he will come on the scene uh, we read about him in revelation 13 i'm, I'm sure we could, we'll get to that passage but this antichrist will rise promising the world to fix all its problems and really he is just a puppet of the true ruler of this world right now satan Excellent point. Again, for those of you that just tuned in, you tuned into the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy TV edition. Big Batista Nathan Jones with Lamb Lion Ministry. We're talking about the rise of the Antichrist in crisis. Those of you that are following us live via social media, make sure you share this program uh, with your friends. Encourage them as well in these times of crisis and times of, of difficulty. Nathan, you, we, we, again, we're talking about the different names also that this uh, world leader goes by. And uh, Revelation chapter 13, you actually just hinted on that. If we can go there to Revelation chapter 13, as we see him rising, talks about where he will be rising from. So will you be able, Nathan, to take us to Revelation 13 there and open us up with verses 1 and 3? And then we'll okay. make our way through verses um, 4 to 7. Okay. Well, uh, the Bible gets into more detail about the tribulation villains. And one of those, of course, is this Antichrist, this man who will rise to power in the world and and the book of Revelation describes the Antichrist like a beast rising out of the sea. And verse 1 reads, Then I stood on the sand of the sea, this being the Apostle John, and I saw a beast rising up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and on his horns ten crowns, and on his heads a blasphemous name. Now the beast which I saw was like a leopard, his feet were like the feet of a bear, and his mouth like the mouth of a lion. The dragon gave him power, his throne, and great authority. And I saw one of his heads as if it had been mortally wounded, 
and his deadly wound was healed, and all the world marveled and followed the beast. Mm-hmm. Nathan, this is amazing because here it tells us where he's rising out of. So Nathan, now the, the word there, the sea, uh, has meaning to it, right? Yes, it's a, a Jewish colloquialism. It means the Gentile nation. So uh, people say, well, is, is the Antichrist going to be Jewish? Is he going to be Gentile? Uh, this passage here, uh, if you look at the imagery, is, is saying, no, this person comes foreign from Israel. It's not a Jewish person. It's definitely a Gentile leader. That syncs up with uh, Daniel 2, that this will be a Gentile world ruler, not a Jewish world ruler. And again, we, we look at horns and, and, and crowns and all this. This is just explaining that the Antichrist kingdom, uh, represented by various nations and empires that have come and gone. Uh, the last one looks like it was destroyed, the Roman Empire, but it was healed. It became a nation again, as in the European Union, and eventually whatever the European Union will morph into, because it still has yet to be the next uh, iteration of it. And uh, again, all this coalesces as the world gets more and more in crisis, the Antichrist kingdom gets more and more uh, formed, because the world is looking for a ruler, and uh, we'll read more about that in the next passage. Exactly. And again, Nathan, this is great because we want people to see really how this is all going to happen. Uh, uh, it, Biblically speaking, uh, Bible prophecy uh, foretells exactly the events, how they're going to unfold. So this way people are uh, are clear in what's going on today. Yes, these are signs of the times, but we need to be careful. Again, we have to separate uh, certain uh, historical periods, if you will. And these events are things that will transpire in the future. So yeah, Nathan, if you can uh, read verses 4 through 7 there in Revelation 13, that would be fantastic. So they worshiped the dragon who gave authority to the beast, and they worshiped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast? Who is able to make war with him? And he was given a mouth, speaking great things and blasphemies, and he was given authority to continue for 42 months. Then he opened his mouth to blasphemy against God, to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and those who dwell in heaven. And it was granted to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And authority was given him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. So, Nathan, here we see it's definitely a global uh, epidemic, a global situation that we're going to be seeing in the time of the tribulation. Uh, today, we, we do. We have a global problem uh, with this coronavirus. People are being affected all over the world. Uh, it's uh, It doesn't care what race, color, creed you are. And uh, we see that um, it, it's very... Um, unnerving uh, for many people but again we're not in the tribulation we're not to uh, lose hope and, and fear the events of the bible are going to be yet a uh, future right nathan absolutely now if you read it previously in revelation 12 uh, there's the description of the red dragon and the dragon is satan so what we know is that satan here gives authority to the antichrist and satan will be worshipped through the antichrist uh the people will turn to this guy like a messiah. I mean, you read other passages, it, it's clearly he's he's charming, he seems to have all the answers to everything, he's, he's an intellect, uh, the, the world looks to him to, to fix their problems, and he does temporarily. But here, once his world empire is consolidated at the midpoint of the tribulation, he feels there's no challenge to him, he declares himself to be God, and he demands the world to be worship, to worship him. So what we're seeing is that in the tribulation time, well, we won't, we'll be, <laughs> if you're saved, you'll be raptured before then. But during the tribulation, those people who get saved during the tribulation, they will see the Antichrist rise to power 
and make Satan worship through the Antichrist, the world religion. And those who do not fall under Satanism will be persecuted and hunted down. And, and tragically, as we read here, they will be overcome. So many, many, uh, we'll call them tribulation saints to distinguish them from the church, will be martyred during the tribulation by the millions, according to uh, the fifth seal judgment. And they will, uh, unfortunately, the Antichrist will continue to rule during this time period and have great authority over the entire world. Mm, excellent point. Of course, that's why we want individuals to recognize what the Bible has to say. Also, we want people to recognize that what we're going through right now, yes, it is a tough time, uh, but the Lord will see us through it. We, we hope and pray that as we see these trials that we're going through, that we will come out of these trials stronger. These are definite signs of the end times, what's going on with the coronaviruses, what's been going on with all these different earthquakes, famines, uh, all the things that Nathan that you shared with us. But again, for us, for the Christians that are here, this is an opportunity for us to come together, trust in the Lord, uh, help one another, pray more, and recognize that as we are seeing these uh, trials and these birth pains, that it would draw us to our knees and draw us to want to get closer to Jesus. And I think, Nathan, again, sometimes we just get a little bit distracted with the things of the world and God allows certain events to sort of bring us back in there. Oh, absolutely. You know, there'll be folks who say, well, you know, there's always been world uh, people attempting to rule the world. There was Napoleon and Hitler and Stalin and Mao. They've all attempted to take over the world. Uh, there's no one Antichrist, but you just have to go to 1 John 2.18, which reads, Little children, it is the last hour, and as you've ever heard, that the Antichrist is coming. Even now, many Antichrists have come, by which we know that this is the last hour. So yeah, there have been, Satan has always had a man in the wings ready to ascend and take the global throne, but it's not the right time, so they get defeated. But there will be a time, as prophesied throughout the Bible, that this one Antichrist, this one world ruler will come about. Now, he will come about, as we've been discussing, through all the disasters that are coming on. And again, we're just seeing the beginning of it. The church will be raptured out of the church, of the earth before that happens. But woe to the rest of the world who's, who's got to see this, man. I mean, uh, this is this is scary stuff. Obviously, the coronavirus, the plagues, the locusts, the earthquakes, the social upheaval, the financial upheaval. But it's nothing compared to with the Antichrist. But you're right. I loved what you titled this podcast today as it's a crisis. That he rises on a global crisis. And this might be even a test run to see what it would take to declare martial law throughout the world and set up a global kingdom. I mean, you'll see as, as it gets worse, and we're seeing that now even, even some cities like Champaign, uh, Illinois, and, and states like Washington, or cities like San Francisco, which are declaring almost martial law, banning people from leaving their houses, uh, declaring that they have no right to buy or sell guns, even take property if needed. I mean, it's not hard for someone who has the political power to uh, just throw the Constitution out and then run with it. And we're starting to see the inklings of that today. Can you imagine after the rapture of the church when millions of people disappear and all these signs go on like crazy? Obviously, people will beg the Antichrist to take their freedoms away and set up a world government if only if he can provide some level of security. Mm. Nathan, you made a good point. And, and this is exactly why we read in Revelation 13, 16 through 17, that he causes all both small and great, rich and poor, uh, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand and on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark on the of the beast 
or the number uh, on his name. So we see, Nathan, again, these are just signs of the time. There will be a time when a world ruler will be in control of the whole economy uh, and who's able to buy. Well, I mean, right now, Nathan, the, 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 they're putting a limit on toilet paper on all, all these things. <laughs> Man, I've been to a number of stores. Good luck trying to find toilet paper. I, I actually saw a pallet being rolled out at Walmart and the shoppers descended on it like a bunch of locusts, took as many as they could and, and scooted up to the aisle, the checkout aisles to, to get out of there. Uh, and I've all the, the base, you really know what people find important is in all the junk food and soda and booze is all on the still there, but you can't find any of the basics like rice and eggs and milk. I was at uh, Academy yesterday with my son and the gun section was completely wiped out. They were actually rationing bullets. Uh, people panic when things get rough and yeah, you should have some supplies and all, but really what you need is Jesus Christ. You need to put your trust that Jesus has prophesied this would happen thousands of years ago. He's got it all under control. Nathan, that is so true. And, you know, as we get ready to close, Nathan, there is another passage that we want people to be careful and understand. Second uh, Thessalonians uh, chapter 2, uh, verses 7 through 9. Can you read that passage for us, Nathan? Because we see a lot of deception and we need to be careful. Well, Second Thessalonians 2, 7 through 9 reads, For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and the brightness of his coming. The coming of the lawless one is according to the work of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders. And the verse goes on. In other words, yes, Satan's going to come. He's going to have all this power through the Antichrist. He's going to be show signs. He's going to lie. People are, who hate the truth and love the lie will turn to him. But this passage is one of many that shows that Jesus Christ, when he returns at his second coming, will defeat the Antichrist and Satan, obliterate his kingdom, and Jesus will set up his own kingdom of peace, righteousness, and justice that shall last for a thousand years. Excellent point. And again, the key is deception. We have to be very careful that we're not deceived. So those of you that are tuned into the program, we need to share with our friends and family the truth about the Bible. Uh, we need we need to keep our eyes focused on the word of God, on the promises of God. We need to be looking up to Jesus. And these are times when we need to. Uh, it's a testing of our faith. So, again, it's a time of great deception and we do not want to deceive. So be very careful what you allow your minds and your hearts uh, to hear and to see and what you put your trust in. Again, we believe the Lord is coming back very, very soon. If nothing else, we believe this is a great sign of how close the rapture is for the Lord to come and take his church. So Nathan, you made a very good point. There's people out there that they're fearful. Maybe they don't have a relationship with Jesus. That is the only thing that's going to help us through. And we're going to give you an opportunity to receive Christ right now from wherever you are so that he could bring you that peace that surpasses all understanding. So, Nathan, in the 30 seconds that we have left, would you be able to talk to that person on the other side how they can start this relationship with the Lord from wherever they are? Well, the book of John 3.16, you've probably heard of it, promises for God so loved the world, loved the world, that he gave his one and only son. In other words, Jesus was crucified. And whoever believes in Jesus as the Son of God shall inherit eternal life. In other words, if you confess your sins to Jesus Christ, when you believe in him as the Son of God and your Savior, then he will take the debt for your sins upon himself. And that debt is hell. 
you will have eternal life if you believe in Jesus. If you believe that, pray from your heart. Something like, dear Jesus, please forgive me of my sins and be my Lord and Savior. Your sins will be forgiven. The guilt will be gone. You'll have a new life. And you have the joy now in this life and the hope of eternal life with Jesus for the future. Mm, amen. Thank you so much, Nathan Jones. Hey, maybe you prayed and trusted Christ uh, forever, wherever you are. Let us know. We would love to send you some information to continue to encourage you. We would love to rejoice with you. If you are accepted the Lord and you're following us on social media, Facebook or the like, hey, post there. We would love to be able to uh, pray with you. And also reach out to us, 305-992-9537. Those of you that use WhatsApp technology, uh, you can text us or call us there with your prayer requests. And we would love to, uh, again, continue to encourage you. Make sure that you find a great Bible teaching church to plug in so that you can continue to grow in your relationship with Jesus. And of course, we want you to be a blessing to others. This is the time where we need to be praying uh, for those around us, for government, for the right decisions, and that the Lord will help us uh, through this uh, test that we're finding ourselves in. So again, we thank you for tuning into our program, and uh, we thank you for praying for us as well. Nathan, it's always a pleasure to have you on. We ran out of time for this segment of our program, but I hope that you stay safe and have a wonderful week. I hope you all stay safe, too. Uh, just trust in the Lord and uh, keep yourself safe and healthy. God bless.